Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode on the Celtic Now and for our podcast. My name is Ryan Crawford, and today we're joined by Robert Boyle again. Robert, how you doing, my man? Right, Ryan, how you doing? Not bad, my man, not bad. Um, obviously, it's a cup final this weekend against Hearts. So we're kind of previewing that and we'll touch on the AGM as well. But obviously, I've not spoke, spoke to you since the Kamarnock game, mate. So uh, what's your thoughts on the Kamarnock game and really what's been happening this week? Um, just thought we started with a wee bit of intent, but I thought, oh no, it's got to be one of these games. So just didn't think we were breaking them down. Um, you could see we flashes it in the first half, but I thought the second half, really up to game and took it to them and were more aggressive in the attack and uh, the wing-backs were more advanced which helped um, to get into them um, I thought Tumble was good again Sorrow done what he had today um, Aya was really good um, I thought Taylor was good um, I just thought Aya sent half we just looked finalists progress stepped in the right direction Definitely a Progress, I think it's a game that we actually had to win. And as you say, it was good to take guys like Sorrow, Tumbo, continuing the team and play well. Um, I think it's kind of obviously leads on to this, this weekend's game, which is obviously a massive game. Um, obviously, we had the AGM during the week, and again, we were kind of you see the frustrations of the fans on Twitter, and obviously, yourself, we were talking about how frustrating it is that they're basically just. I try to put the kind of will with our eyes now. Um, I don't know your, your opinions are the, just we'll touch on me snippets, it, but yep. your overall kind of thoughts about the AGM. We, obviously, we've not heard all it, but for what we've seen, uh, I just thought they're just telling you what you want to hear, really, weren't they? They were just, um, they all get voted back in, most of them anyway, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a red books on Twitter, um, what they'd said. Peter Lawwell saying, oh, I'm, I'm the same as you, I'm hurting him, I'm a big Celtic supporter and everything else. But he doesn't tell you he's took £15 million in bonuses alone at a Celtic if he's come in, um, not including his wages on top of that. So if he's that big a Celtic man in a pandemic this season, I wouldn't expect him to be taking his £2.5 million bonus. So we'll see how big a Celtic supporter he is. Um, I just hope, I we've not really got a voice on the board, have we? Um, that's the problem. That you're... Uh. You're not, you're preaching to the rules, as I say, isn't it? It's as you say, Lobel says about him being a fan, and he says that yeah, he basically fully fully understands the situations. Well, if you understood it, you would be more vocal and do something about it, as you say, to just taking your wages and not doing anything about it. Because um, he says he's a Celtic fan, he's family, Celtic fan, blah, blah, blah. Well, as you say, the person in the pudding shows then. Just don't just talk about it. Actually, shows and if the, if the fans are wanting something, we're not saying you need to act on it right away, but you need to act on it in some capacity. Yeah, and he's he's not taking responsibility for how how much of a crisis we were actually in there, and we're still probably in it. And um, let's not kid ourselves. Um, he's not taking responsibility for letting Rogers go early. Mm-hmm. Um, the signings, the signings that's. Miles long after terrible signings and money that's been blue, no making the Champions League and getting knocked out Europa League. He's forgetting all that was under his watch. And he's telling you, oh, I'm trying my best here. He's trying his best. He's not getting the best to us, the supporters. Aye, because as you say, that's the things that 
Well, he says he's basically kind of getting back to his word now. He's basically saying that it's your duty for him and responsibility for the board and himself to look after the right thing for Celtic. Well, the right thing, obviously, we won the last two games, so we're hoping we turn the corner. But before the two games, the right thing, and still a lot of fans' right thing today was to sack the manager. So uh, if, he was hiding there, was never to be seen in that time, Ryan. So if the fans are telling you that and you listen to the fans and you the right thing by the fans was to sack the manager. So you're mm-hmm. no listened. Um, and in my opinion, you're no listened. And I, a lot of Celtic fans are the same. Um, because he's basically saying now that they know they're behind Rangers in the league and they know this, so they know it's going to be difficult, but they're no giving up. But you're kind of basically saying we know there's issues, but we don't want to deal with it. Aye. To me then, if they're saying all that, well, we're back to manager, well, I would like expect Lionel to have £10 million to spend in January to then Aye. back him to say, we gave it the best shot we possibly could to get 10 in a row. I don't want to see them going out and going, oh, we got a wee signing, one signing in at the last minute and that's it. Because we're still, this is the usual crap they hit you with, or we forced this to come back for injury and when he's back we'll have a squad of this, but half of that squad only good enough to play, so... We've never really brought anybody in that's come straight into the team and improved us in the last few years. Um, very few and far between. We've bought squad players, but you know that just costs money and it just piles up the squad. It doesn't have a day into us. I'd like to see us go there and sign a quick winger um, or a right good right back and make a statement on it. I know somebody in loan. I'd like to see a signing that's made that would boost us and boost the team and boost the management's chances of getting to obviously, obviously, obviously you're talking about loan players there uh, obviously the last few days again Robert's rumours came up because he's not going at Middlesbrough um, I think he's the sort of guy he's just going to rumoured all the time now um, he's the same as Snowgrass rumoured all the time McCarthy MacArthur all these type of guys who have rumoured in the past are always coming up every transfer one day um, I do agree with any loans I think if it was a loan he's probably the only loan player Maybe Foster, the only two I would probably take back. Um, I know a lot of fans will maybe say he's had his chance to come back or mm-hmm. he's had his chance here, but for me, I think he'd be still add a lot to his. Again, it's rumours, and it? it only takes one guy to put up a WhatsApp rumour or whatever and it pops up again. So, but yeah. again, I think you're right. We've got to dip, obviously depending on how we are by January and um, position wise, league, I think it will depend, depend on how. We spend, I think. We've got to spend, as you says. Obviously, the big guy McKenzie was on Sky yesterday saying he'd, he'd be basically, he's basically saying to Celtic, come and get me. Um, yeah. So, Thampton manager's saying Foster can go back. So, if that's the three guys and I'm maybe right back you get, then it, it does give you full, full power to go out and try and call him back. See, on that basis, Ryan, see if, for instance, Ryan Christie's not happy. He wants to leave and just say somebody comes in with twelve million for him. I'd happily take twelve million and get that to win to buy two good players at four million uh, each. Uh, and then the wages. Um if that's what he needs to take and you've got an unhappy player there, it looks like El Hammond's gonna be in January, so just say you get seven hundred and fifty grand for him and you've got thirteen million. See whatever we if we if we might not sell anybody in January, but if we do and the guy wants to go, the board should come in and go, we've we've tied, the guy wants to leave. But we've got forty million pounds here, but we're getting to Neil Winning because they believe in Neil Winning as a manager. So they've got to back him then. They can't let him we back him as a manager and then go and hang him up to die in January transfer window. That's the problem. I because he says that he's got all the credentials as a manager, he manages Celtic, blah blah blah. I maybe in the past he did, but football's yeah. changed and I think is let's 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 be honest, see if he see if he turns it around. And we win the league, we win 10, whatever, we'll all have egg in our face and we'll all put it on and we'll brawl it, thanks a lot, Neil. But at, at this moment in time, you've got to just go with your gut feeling and I'm the opinion, see if he, if he, if he don't win on Saturday, he's got to walk. He's got to get sacked. I assume that's just my opinion because it's a cup final, but let's be fair, Hearts are the fucking championship team. So if we, if we, if we get beat, then it adds mere pressure on him and I just think it's not a given because no cup finals are given no games are given but you've got to think lower opposition you turn up t- 
to you at least probably 80% you win the game but I agree, agree with you in that sense that they've got to back them um, if it isn't Christie or Charm or whoever it is if they go for 10, 12 million give them the 12 million to go and pay even if it is one fucking superstar signing go and do it because um, nice. he says that if you're no sleeping the wheel, then if you're no sleeping and you get a money like this, then go and fucking show it. Um, okay. As you says, Lobel says that they've spent money. Aye, they've spent 35 million, but they've, pulled, they've brought in about 30 million pounds. So they've not actually spent money. <laughs> they've not actually spent money. money how much of that 35 million was spent wisely, right? And I mean, it's like the recruitment is shambolic, as we've spoken about numerous times. So to me, that's all got to get structured in the mm. summer or January or whenever it comes. That one needs to be structured. See if they need to go and spend three million on a scouting system, then spend Aye, it. Mm-hmm. Aye, David needs done. Let's get the academy back on track because that's a shambles at the moment as well. So I think whatever happens this season, either or, it's got to be a big strip back for tap to bottom and the club needs to start coming into the 21st century of Peter Lowell doesn't get involved in transfers if he's going to still be the PLC guy um, and we just need to really structure it all again but if they believe in Neil Lennon as a board then they've got to back him in January they've got to give money to spend I wouldn't mind Foster in as a loan signing and maybe mm-hmm. £4 million on a player and another £4 million on a player but the players have got to come in and improve us as a team there's no point in bringing somebody in at £4 million like an Ayeti at £5 million and they've not done anything for us and they're sitting on a bench and they're unfit. To me, that's just a waste of time and money. I, I don't want you to bring in guys, especially now, that are no fit and no playing because obviously maybe with Fawcett, it's different because he's a goalie, he can maybe play a few games and get into it, but you can't go and sign a right back who's no played in maybe six months because it's not mm. taking three or four games to get in it. And as you say, we've not got time for squad players. Um, we've got to just bring guys in and when it comes to the signing policy, I think what well, I don't even know why Lowell's getting involved in it for for the first goal. Um, that that should be the manager and the recruitment system. Um, I just think the way we work. Um, as you spoke about John Park, he dealt with recruitment and he brought players in, and obviously we don't know if Lowell was a part of anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. but the new it seems like Lowell's got a say in it. Just by the by, just by the, the onset and the outlook for the fans, it looks like Lowell takes a bit of dealing yeah. because let's be honest, some of the signs we have made, even recently, like Neil Lennon, how's he heard a fucking back ass? Do you know what I mean? He's probably no. Mm. Um, so he's got to de- it's, you've got to trust your recruitment, and I don't know why Lowell's Lowell's a businessman. He's not fucking. He shouldn't nah, be involved. Guy doesn't get to deals on shirt sponsors and. Mm-hmm. Things like that and gets you into like keeps your coefficient up for the Champions League and Europa League and still says that we're still a Champions League club and goes to all these meetings. He's good at all that, but when it comes to player recruitment, that should take a step aside. Because that's obviously see that in the AGM, didn't he? How we're still a Champions League club, one more Champions League club anymore. Um, nah. I think some fans need to, if we qualify for the group pages, it's brilliant, it's a bonus, it's free, brilliant away trips, that's what you're really looking at. Um, yeah. But when it comes to actually, I would say we are a European club now with maybe Champions League standards, maybe. Um, yeah. But I would say for us to, if I haven't even think we're at that level, we need, to, we, need to, we need to compete at the centre kind of level, which is yeah. the Europa League. Um, I know. You would need to be getting to the quarters and semi finals, really, realistically, the Europa uh, League, if you're a Champions League team. But we are uh, nowhere near that. You know what I mean? So, no. um, because see, see, he says that, right? So, but why are you not doing your business early on to try and get to that level? Why, as exactly. you say, dally dally every every year, and then when it's too late, or and then we'll back your manager. You've got to do it early It's like a roll of dice, isn't it? It's like, well, but if we can get through this round, then we can maybe sign this guy and sign that guy. How can we try and sign him? to then get yourself in there. You know what I mean? It's, they're not taking the gamble. They're trying to gamble with it and get in there and then spend it. They've done it every year. You know that for the last three or four years. Every year, mate. And then obviously this weekend's game, it's a big game. Um, quadruple treble, 
could be happening. I know I think it's a world record. Um, Scottish Cup. I was going to ask you your favourite Scottish Cup goal, but I'm guessing it's probably the only goal that we've seen recently, and that's a Rogic goal. Oh, I just shadow in the day. It's the first first one that always springs to mind now recently. And yeah, I was watching it back today. Just it brings goosebumps here. It's just amazing. Um, obviously, I think just reliving that it's just a fantastic experience, and hopefully, we can do it again. I know the Rogic goal. It was like. If you wrote a book, you can write a book as good as how that game went. And just the ending and the, the amazing run and putting it into the front post of the keeper eye. That is obviously up there with your memories because it was the treble as well, you know what I mean? Um, I, you can't, I, I don't think there'll be many who'll beat that, you know what I mean? Um, I, that's definitely without a shadow of a doubt, my best Scottish Cup goal. Because even, even the goal with Ward to, to, to win the last one, but I think, the Rogic one, I think the Rogic one was because of the it so long and it was the first and it was just I think it was because of the last minute I think if it wasn't the first minute it wouldn't have been any sweeter yeah um, but I think that just how made that season you're like fuck me man amazing and as you say you could have it was something you couldn't write no you couldn't have if you wrote a book it was like a fairy tale ending there, a book wasn't it mm-hmm so, aye, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think, for over another 30 years, I don't think there'll be many goals will beat it just for the full drama oh. of the full occasion and how great a goal it was as well. Oh, I mean, as you say, it was just, it was an ending for that season. Um, and then obviously this weekend, it could be a, as I know it's a Scottish Cup for last season, but in a way it could, you can kind of just treat it as, it's our first cup of this season, and it could be a it could be a catalyst for the team. Because um, I, I know it might not be three points, but by winning cups, it, it might spur the team on going fuck. This is what it feels like again. Do you know what I mean? So, and it might give them a bit of turbo at the other side of the year. It's it's it'd be key for new guys and stuff um, as well. If you win that trophy. Lee Sorrell's never really won a trophy as he's been there, but he's never really been part of it. Tumble, mm. the same. Um, Big Edward's probably not been as good as he has, but maybe that'll spark him on. He can bring the team together if we win it, mm. obviously, um, and kick on and go, wow, that feeling, I forgot how good that feeling was. Mm. And it gave you a wee spring, as you've seen last night with Rangers. It's no mean feat to... See, it's a given to go and win cups. It takes a lot of gut, determination, energy, luck. It takes everything. Um, but I think we're doing small steps in the right direction. I just hope what Neil Wynn was saying in his comments that he's, he's not going to go back to people who'd, who go up there. It's not about people who go up there. It's about people who's going to win him it. So he can't go back to his loyalties and start all that because... If he does that and it goes tits up, then he's he just gets Celtic blame for it, really. Um, uh, I just think you've got to kind of go with the same team. Energy, quickness, young, vibrant. I think he's got to kind of... If he maybe makes one or two changes, aye, that's fair enough. But you can't go start turning the team up and pulling five changes. and That's my opinion on it. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Um, for the team, uh, as I've kind of wrote down... Will they go back to the old guard? Um, be your Browns, your Christies and Jams. Being a Barkas, will they go back to his tried and trusted? Um, again, my opinion is like you, I would just keep the same team. There's no, I know Browns your captain, blah, blah, but there's no, there's no time for sentimental issues and pals act. It's about winning the, be- winning the cup. And the best team's the best team's won the last two games. Yeah, maybe the only position you can maybe change might be the goalkeeper because you don't know who's your best. Um, but I think, I personally think Lenny will bring the guys back in. So, or he might bring in one or two guys, but I think, I think guys, I think guys like Tumble should be playing. Um, but I think you will bring in Brown. I think, I, I, was, I was listening to the radio the night and even they were saying that I think Tumble might play, but I think Sorrow might drop it. But I don't see why Brown deserves to play. I know he's a captain in the club, but no guy who's played before the last two games deserves to play. 
it could be a real boost for us to, if you win that cup, um, to kick on for the rest of the season um, and try and just build up our inner games of wins. Um, I just feel why it's. I just hope all the good work that's been done in the last two games hasn't pissed off again, pissed against that. You know what I mean? That is, uh, as we were saying there, about who do you bring in? If you bring in the old guard, as I call it, then you're bringing guys in who are maybe like you doing. So, d- does that not mean you're taking a bad more step again? Because um, obviously, the last two games you've not trusted them and they've not played. So, because obviously the boy has us maybe maybe a new deal. So, do you play him? I know he's had a clean sheet, and again, you might guys might say he's not been tested. So, do you shove him into a cup game? Uh, me personally, I would just go with what you've what you've been playing with. Um, I don't see why you would change it. Any day, it's just an all game. You've got to look at it's an all game as a cup final. But again, it's just, you've got to kind of get the the pals out to the window and just play who's been playing well. No, that's, as you say, I would go with the boy Hazard. He's not done anything wrong. Um, it's the first clean sheet we've had in a while. Um, You've got to kind of have a settled back four and a goalkeeper. You can change around about the middle of the park, you can change up front, but your back four and your goalkeeper is a place you, I don't feel you should ever change because they've got to build up a, a partnership and an understanding of each other. Um, if they're playing the outside, playing high lines, um, they all kind of get in. You can see Big Duffy, he's not been outstanding, right? but he's starting to grow a wee bit. He's starting to do the basics right and then he scored a header, so his confidence that's high. So, Aye, and the big corner hazard seems to be talking to them at the back as well. Um, so I, I would go with the boy. It's till he makes a mistake because the other two have made numerous mistakes. So what's the point in bringing them back in? So what they, they could be trusted. Definitely, because um, Barkas, I think he still needs time to settle in. I don't think you can trust him. Bain, he's not been in the squad in the last few games. So I think there's no reason to drop the boy. Um, I don't see why. I think you deserve to play. I think that Tumble Sorrow, they, I, I would play the team that we played during the week, barn injuries. Um, I don't see why any reason not to. Because um, I think, as you say, I think if the guys didn't play, I, I, I think they'd be sick. Because they've done well. Uh, they've come in. I, I, I think they'd be annoyed. Me personally, I'd be annoyed if it was me. Football's a confidence thing as well, Ryan. You know what I mean? If you're flying high and you're playing well, your confidence is up. Um, to drop them, what would it do to their confidence? My a big drop, wasn't it? Uh, I mean, you beat a class side in Lille, who's joint tap of the French League. Naming feet and Kamala are a stuffy team. Mm-hmm. Maybe we, if it wasn't the boys that were playing, we might have ran out of energy and come out. Like, first half, they looked quite solid, but the young boys' energy in that took care in the second half and they started moving the ball quicker. Come out, can they cope with it? As much as Kamal probably did in the day, great. If that's Brown and people like that on the part, slow and laboured, it's easy to get in and set a defensive unit up, whereas Tumble's won the turn quick. Sorrow's mm-hmm. quicker moving the ball. It makes it then dragging them all out of the place, which probably got us our, our joy in the game. I thought Tumble had, well, you're talking about the Kamal game, I thought Tumble had the game. I thought the game was his. I thought everything right. threw him. Everything threw him. Um, and I think I, I like the fact that he's no, he's coming to Celtic. He's no one of these wee guys that is quiet. And he's he's come in. He's hitting shots. He's taking free kicks. He's wanting to take penalties. He's wanting to take corners. He's he's not giving a fuck about um, Christie. Want to take this or other guys want to come in and take? He's saying no. I'm taking it. Which I like. I like. He's, he's been trying to get boys into the box with Tumble. His deliveries are brilliant and it gives the players something to attack. He's three assists and a goal in his two games. So, see, you're obviously talking about his delivery, right? I think, see, if, me personally, I think it would be Ayer, Julian, Duffy, and Maxwell. So, you've got Ayer as well. So, you've got three big lumps that you can put the ball into. And I think you I, I spoke to my dad about it. You've got to utilise that. You've got to utilise their as much as they're there to defend. I would, I, I would be trying to get a corner all the time because it's like a free a kick. Corner, three kicks, run about the edge of the box. Because it's, 
It's definitely you something you can utilise. I watched it last night. Um, I watched about the Rangers and St. Mon game and St. Mon were putting balls into their pokes and three kicks and corners and all right, they didn't like it. They didn't like defending it. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be getting corners and free kicks and putting into their box and letting them do it to us, like say Hearts at the weekend. See if you have to get the ball wide and, as you say, get down the wings and hit it off somebody. Julian and I, Julian, I wouldn't say Ayers great in there. Julian and Duffy are brilliant in there. Mm-hmm. Say you get 10 corners, at least one of them, they're going to connect to one and cause a lot of trouble. Maybe two or three. So, as you say, get down the wings, get the balls into the box, get crosses, get corners. We've got guys there at over six foot two, six foot four, and you've got to, as you say, we're a big team, so put your strengths on that side. I definitely, I think, obviously, you obviously about Craig Gordon, he's in goals, you know, he'll be playing, well, obviously, barn injury, whatever else, but so we all know what to expect, we know he's going to be very hard to beat, he's a very good goalkeeper, in my opinion, he should still be one of your keepers, but again, that ship sailed, he's with heart, so we need to just deal with it and Again, I think it'll be a good battle for in the box with Duffy, Julian and him. Cause I don't think he he'll will... come for co- he's, not, he's not great at coming for Coros. No. So I think that's going to be Aye, definitely with Because even the last two games, I think Julian and Duffy have looked a bit more comfortable defensively and with, every time they got the park, they're, they're fucking Well, Julian fit. scored in the European game and now Duffy scored in the Kamalak game, so... Maybe they just need to build a partnership up as well at back. Give them a run of games like that because it's the most, when you say solid, but it's the most tightest I've seen the defence look all season. And maybe it just takes a run of games because I don't think Kamal really caused much threat. One kind of cross into the box and really flicked it on the corner hazard terms, but that was just a lack of concentration. But yeah, apart from that, I thought we were quite good in defence. Because normally that guy, Gabamba, Causes some issues with some defenders. Uh, the last time Julian got a lot of bottom and I think he nullified it right away. That like I think I, I think I actually gave him a, a dunk and I think I think he nullified it right away, which was good. Um, I think definitely a bit more sharp up the back. And I was just play higher the, the rest of the season. For my opinion, I think he looks all right there. He's up and down. Right. He's up until until he puts a bad, a bad game in, then I just continue to play him there. You get man in the match at the weekend. So, hey, during the week, sorry, lacking days here. Um, I he get man in the match and I thought he was really good. Um, he was good at attacking sense as well. He's been good in the attacking sense. He's done well, didn't he? Maybe that's giving him a freedom because he's good with bringing the ball up for your defence. But guy here, so maybe it was an area that he could play to for the time being anyway. Because I think sometimes that's priceless. Taking the, see what he does he takes it out and he gets you out of the park sometimes I think it's, it's brilliant what he does I know he gives you the ball away sometimes with doing it but it takes a lot of pressure off you from doing that and if you can do that out the right hand side it gets you right up the park yep ah, he's a big gazelle charging up the line isn't he a big blonde <laughs> a big blonde gazelle <laughs> <laughs> but definitely I think it's something we've got to utilise and he's quick as well so if you have got some pong they two should be comfortable with that side. The two of them are decent players. Obviously, Frampong for me is... I'm saying he's a decent player, but... In between them, eh? Ah, he's been a bit in between recently. Um, Ayer's probably, he's probably one of our main assets all season, to be fair, Ayer. Um, he's not let us down the right back so far, so I would just continue to play him there. Um, especially Aye, especially Sunday. Um, as you says, he's, he's height as well. I, I just think we've got to use everything we can to just trying to win this game because I don't think it's any, as you say, it's no any mean feat winning a treble. No, I mean four trebles. So, as much as we've won all these trophies, I think it will be, I think some of the players might be nervous because it is a big pressure game, in my opinion. Of course it is, aye. As you say, right, it's a Scottish Cup final. Um, I just feel it would be no small steps, I feel it would be a massive step in the confidence of the team um, if we win it. Um, and I just feel it would give the confidence to kick on. Um, just to right, get towards the league after that. Start getting the results up to the January 2nd. It would be a pure confidence booster to, to win it. Um, 
and I just feel it would give the players the hunger that they probably need. Because um, I feel, you know what I feel, it's like, you can see the Celtic team, it's like, is it? they're no, they're no understanding it without the fans. We've probably yeah. been affected more than most teams in Europe. Um, I've seen a, a bit of, like Real Madrid not being affected and Barca being affected by it, obviously. But they're obviously in the same boat, but we've, they've not got as passionate of fans as us. And I feel probably sometimes the players feel it's no real. If you know what I mean, it's like a training session more than an actual game. Um, but then to win a trophy would give them that realistic feeling um, to then go, aye, let's push on for here. Just in my opinion, that is. Because obviously with Rangers getting beat last night, it just shows you what what a special thing we've done in the last few years. Um, it's hard to even get to a final and I mind winning three, maybe four. So, And it just shows you that to go unbeaten, again, it's just remarkable. And I, again, I don't think we get enough credit for it. I've said it for, for the last few months. Again, I know we've been through a bad spell, but we don't get any... I don't think we've had any credit whatsoever for what we've done. It's always no, I, but it's always Rangers have not been there or every other team's been shy. The papers have been sent. Um, 28 games, Rangers, fantastic, brilliant. Gerard's a messiah, he's this, he's that, he's fantastic. Hi, but he's just been knocked out a couple of half recent months. But they never, they don't give us the credit, as you say, we went 35 games unbeaten in cup competition. That's a full season. That's a full season of cup competition against every team that get flung at you. And you can have an half day, as we all know. Everybody can have an half day. So it was remarkable to go that far and that long um, and winning all the trophies. So I, it's naming feet. Um, I think we're obviously a bit spoiled with trophies early years. Um, but obviously we just need to keep that hunger and desire to win them. I mean, I think winning the Scottish Cup for last year, as long as it's last year, no really can, but I think it'll give the players the hunger again um, to kick on for in the league, and that's what I'm hoping to achieve with it all. Um, a good performance, a win, and then build on that for getting into December into January. I think it definitely will give a massive boost by winning it. Um... Again, obviously, you need to get past hearts first, but I just, I've got a good feeling about, about it now. About it now. Um, but there's, there's a lot more, it's a bit more positive. And then, obviously, with Rangers getting put out, it just shows you that the league's far from over. I know it's only a cup game, but yeah. it just shows you that, again, they're talking about how Rangers don't handle pressure very well. Let's see how they go at the weekend. If they don't perform well, then it's, it's a, I think I was winning a big trophy. It will push you on, and because I think it will, as you say, it will spur the players on again. A bit of fire in the belly, because I think definitely the the new fans for me is a massive thing. I don't care what anybody it's says. Um, I don't think anybody says it's a massive, massive thing. Because you know and I know that if there was sixty thousand fans in that ground, Neil Lennon wouldn't be here. He'd be no, away. No. The, the fans wouldn't have it. The, the maybe we, get, maybe as supporters, we maybe need to. In my opinion, maybe we need to go down and give them a wee boost. Like mm-hmm. before the commandment game, the fans were out protesting. They Aye. went there and they sang and gave the fans a wee. I know we really like it in the middle of a pandemic, mate, but I don't know if there could be a way of maybe fans going out of Hamden before the game and socially distancing and giving the players a wee boost and a, a wee cheer and stuff. I don't know. Maybe that's. It might work, it might not. It's just opinions of how to try and help them through what's happening in this t- time of need. I think it's definitely something. This is it. We well, know a lot of fans will go down and date, but I think but you will get some fans that will go down and probably date anyway. I think it's definitely mm-hmm. something that we could do because I think any advantage you can get a team, any bit of hope, then especially now it's... As much as it's for last season, it's still a still a massive game and for it's worth a million pounds, is right? For winning the aye. Scottish Cup it's worth over a million pounds. So that helps as well in the middle of a pandemic because we never made much out of the Europa League. Um obviously we got that win that boosted, I don't know, about 150, 200 grand, I think it ended up, but and no having fans, so that million pounds could go towards a three, four million pound player um mm-hmm. in January. So I don't know if we still get that because 
there was talk that the reason they kept that back was to get fans back in. So I don't know how that would work. Um, but it used to be worth a million pound to win the Scottish Cup. Um, so I don't know if you still get a million pound because there's no been fans in the stadium and stuff. Um, but whatever it is, it's still money to help us towards January and maybe help us towards what's happening in the pandemic. So that's another thing. It's like you're obviously talking about the fans that I get in. I don't see any reason why there couldn't be like 2,000 fans for each, each team. I don't know why. If they're doing south, then obviously it's a neutral venue, so you, you, you can't really put in, you've got to judge who you put in. You can't put in fucking one set and no other set, so I, I agree with no putting fans in, but I don't see, see why you can't. On, see, sorry, Ryan, see as you're saying on that, mm-hmm. I watched a bit of the Arsenal game and they had 2,000 fans in, and they had the 2,000 fans in the same stone. And I thought, what the fuck's the point in that? I don't get that's, that. Aye, aye. Why should it not be, all right, 2,000 fans, but they were literally 10 seats away for each other? Why not have 4,000 fans and spread them at a 63,000 seat stadium? Aye. <laughs> and that way, nobody's in contact are shouting at you. Like if you shout, obviously your saliva comes out your mouth. Mm. There's nobody within, say, five rows in front of you or five rows away from you. That was the full thing. They want you to wear face masks and stuff. Obviously, they don't want to open up every turnstile, but they can take some of the, the fans through so many turnstiles and then spread them out so they're nowhere near each other. As you said, it's in the, it's outside. Whereas mm. they had the Arsene Wenger thing in London. They had 2,000 fans inside a, a venue in London, an Arsene Wenger speech thing. And you think so... Where does that make sense? It's it's like they'll start says we can talk about it, I don't know if I know, but they are just kinda of making their own rules up now, I think. They're just started, they're just making silly decisions now because there's no reason why even five hundred fans for each if it is a bar, I don't know how I generally don't know how, how they would decide it, but how five hundred fans can they sit in that bit of hand and that bit can they sit in that I don't see why they can't do it. I know right. it might only be a thousand or even even a hundred fans. It just gives something for the players. It's because yeah. let's be honest, as a cup final, right? But somebody who plays a turn up and be like that, it doesn't feel like a final. No, because exactly. there's no fans. Um, I think we've, I know Peter Lawwell says that we're looking. They've spoke to the Scottish government and stuff like that to try and get fans in, but they've definitely got to do something because it's a shame that fans can't get us either because. They're paying money and they're not getting the product and I understand it's a pandemic and it's very, very rare that stuff like this happens. So I just think getting fans in is a massive thing they've got to try and do. Even if it is 100 fans per per team, then so be it. Uh, see, just on that, Ryan, I was, boys was at Help Me last week um, we worked and he was just back to London for seven weeks and he was working in Harrods in London and he says to me, social distancing, he says, not a fucking bit of it. He says London Nothing is just nothing. because it's all about making money. He says, he says it's just Bond Street and all that. And London was just thousands of people just walking by today, Christmas shopping. He says there's not one but a social distance, and they're all going on undergrounds right next to each other. So how can you tell me that you can't get two thousand fans in a sixty thousand seater stadium spread out? I know, but they can spread say eight hundred people onto a, a train underground in the middle of London. It's the same as you've seen all these photos at Primark and all that, and they're, they're shutting pubs, which are all spaced out. They're shutting gyms, they're all spaced out. But you can stand in a queue and piss and rain in Primark. It's just, but then you can't even watch a game of football. Even even, even amateur teams, junior teams, oh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a Scottish highway, that system now. So, but how can, how can then even local pensioners not go and watch a game of football? I, I don't. I don't know. Obviously, I'm going to government, so I don't make, make the choices. But it can't be hard to decide. Right, we'll put in 500 fans at that game. We'll try it. It's, it's like they're picking and choosing what teams are able to get fans in. Which I don't well, agree with. Picking rugby. They gave rugby more money um, to build rugby more than they did football. And that's for and, and that's for and that's for our people who have got money. Rugby. Mm, to be fair, exactly. there's yep. guys that watch football like. For these kind of Glasgow who save up all, all year and all their life to go and watch football, and 
Top money saying Glasgow's getting their money. And um, there's a, it's, it's mental health on people as well, because a lot of people, that's their social life, um, is to get to football. Um, I'm not saying that, oh, for people's um, well-being, or oh, you need to get them back to football because there's a pandemic going on, but as you say, even to give somebody a burst and say, what 500 fans in, um, and then say that's over so many weeks, they'll just change the 500 fans every couple of weeks um, to try and get somebody in. Obviously, I would rather some wee old guy that goes to the football, I'm not caring about me getting back in. I, I can mm. accept that. But maybe some wee old guy that's in the house that's lonely and his time out is to go to the football, then mm. if, if that's what needs to be done, to let them in first, um, it's not obviously going to shout and ball at the football as well, then let it be that. But I just feel like football is just taking an absolute doing on this um, when the Scottish government and obviously every government should look into it because a lot of people going to a plane 400 people going to planes to go abroad I know and that's, and that's trapped con- condensed air that's air going around circulating around a plane it's not like there's air coming into that plane so people are breathing in that um, circulated air on a plane so 400 people can fly to Tenerife um, and hold it but as you say, it's 2,000 people carry sitting in a 60,000 seat stadium outside. Ah, it's, it's madness, isn't it? How, how people ah. can go shopping, but yet you can't even go for a pint. See, I don't get it, an all right. They're saying that you can't stone at a bar. How? But you can, as you said, you can sit in a plane, you can sit in a shop while your missus or your pal goes and shops. I don't. I, I think football has taken a big kind of a big hammer blow. To this, um, especially in Scotland, especially if, mm-hmm. if, if the clubs are asking for more money. And you see that obviously they're Celtic Rangers and maybe Hearts and that, uh, Hibs, they may be able to cope with foot fans for a while longer. But two teams like Stenhouse, Moor, East Stirling, they need fans. See, if it is putting 50 fans, that, that's 50 mm-hmm. fans that are going to buy a pie, they're going to buy a programme, they're going to buy a bottle. So yeah. they're going to get that, make cover the wages for that week for yeah. some of the players. So uh, I think we've definitely got to, especially for, especially for the, the, the kind of lower tiers, but I think, see, for a cup final, I don't see why they can't put five more fans in. Even if it's 500 neutral fans who are no, don't wait, they don't yeah. wait. It's hard to Aye, it stays within half a mile of Hamden. It's just to try and, it's just to try and gear the game a bit of, a bit of magnitude. That for, yeah. me, for me and you and Hearts fans, no, well, Hearts fans, it's a, it's a big game for them. But for me and you and Celtic fans, it's a big, it's a historical game. So yeah. to know have fans, even if it's just, it's just to get a bit more atmosphere, it? it's just to get a bit more. Man, it, it was working in the Premier League. You seen it when the fans were back. It was not that they sing much, but it was yeah. a wee bit. Of, you could see the players were responding to it, and it was a wee bit yeah. of atmosphere and it was enjoyable. But now it's like that sort of stopped in there as well. Aye, it's, it's baffles me on that one, mate. It's, it does. Hopefully, New Year we can get some fans in. Well, obviously, the last wee bit about the final, mate. Um, what's your opinions? Do you think we'll just stick with the team and your, your school protection, and then hopefully. hopefully Aye, in my we'll... opinion, mate, I'd stick with ten uh, out the oven, or I wouldn't. I but ten out the oven. If you're making one, I change it. Should only really be one, and it would probably be if somebody's pull a hamstring or feeling tight or something then I take a change but to me I'm I'm confident I feel we should win 2-0 or 3-1 um, but I'd see if we win 1-0 in the 90th minute I wouldn't even care at this moment of time just to get us the result um, but 2-0 or 3-1 I, I'm confident that we'll go out and do what needs done a big open park where we can play football um, and we can get at hearts as you say um, I just feel we have been Premier League team as well and Hearts in the Championship um, we should be fitter stronger better than them um, but it's a cup final so um, it, can, it can happen on the day but we've got to be prepared for that I um, can I agree with you there mate I think that I'm quite quietly confident um, I've said can I feel nothing I think personally I think we've just go out for the start and just kind of go and get an early goal and kind of try and put the, 
the game to bed because I think the longer it goes, because of the way we've been, I think it will get it gets to the seventieth minute and we're strong enough on each players might start getting a bit nervous and pressurised because of how we've been playing. So um I think I would just try and as you say, it's just hard hearts for the get going. I'm quite confident. I think most of you, I, me personally, I would go with the same team. Um, but I just think Lenny is going to read comments, as you say earlier. I think you, I think you will make a few changes and um, bring some of the old guard back in. But I'll be kind of go with the same team and hopefully just try and get this kind of cut one. And it's a massive, massive game, in my opinion. And again, I think I think it's a massive game for Neil Lennon because I think if he gets beat, it's another chip in his armour that he's kind of kind of been losing this season. Aye. And he probably needs it for his um, sale as well, I think. He's been low in confidence. Um, mm-hmm. You can see it on the guy. Um, maybe this will give him a wee... If you win this, this will give him the wee boost and probably the backroom staff to go over that. Um, that they say, oh, things are starting to come together with us. Things are starting to do as we say, but it's took time, but now, as a, a unit, we're all starting to see what we're needed and how mm-hmm. things are going right. Um, I, I think it just boosts everybody if you want it. It boosts the fans, it boosts the players, it boosts the management. It would just give everybody something to cheer about um, in the middle of a pandemic and how shitty a year it's really been. Um, and obviously, we've not been playing very well, but it can be a boost that kicks our season on. Um, some things like that can just make a team click and I'm just hoping that's how it ends up um, at the weekend. Hopefully, hopefully it's a, it's a massive game, mate. Um, I kind of go with the same thing as yourself there, that for, for Neil Lennon, it's probably a big game as well for his confidence because I think he needs that enough. To, no, not to prove it, but just to say, in a way, get up. He's, I'm still, I've mm. still got I'm still, I'm still the man for the job, so... It might the fire in the belly, Ryan, that he needs again, because he looks a bit of a, like, down and no his usual fiery cell. Um, so maybe that's the thing. Uh, winning a cup final again would give him that wee fight in him. And he's always been a fighter, but he just mm. looks a wee bit downhearted now. And to me, he just looks a wee bit, obviously, gutted with everything that's happened. Uh, it's just, I think a lot of us have been the same, isn't it? I think we've all been kind of... Uh, I, I want to say surprise or just mere disappointed how we've been so hopefully get that get the cup on Sunday and again give us a wee boost mate but thanks for your time uh, uh, and hopefully we'll we'll watch the game and we'll be celebrating the effort mate so thanks for your time Robert and I'll see you again mate thanks a lot mate right, cheers right, speak to you then cheers, cheers bye bye hold up what was that Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, Fresh. 